Welcome to the Self-Explained Podcast. My name is Katie O'Donoghue. I am your host and relationship coach who is here to guide you into rewiring your patterns so that you can rewire your relationships and life. So I wasn't expecting a part three, but I've been doing a lot of self-reflection and here we are. (laughs) So what I've come to see in my line of work and along the way on my own journey is that the desire to be chosen by someone, the desire that someone will attach to us and keep us can equally go hand in hand with our unresolved abandonment. Now, being left by someone or not being chosen by someone is sometimes so painful for people to experience that it can actually create a lot of heartbreak. And people will do almost anything to avoid this heartbreak or internal pain. Now, for a lot of people, the way they try to avoid this pain is through self-abandonment. So they let go of boundaries, of needs, desires, life goals, and values to ensure that they achieve the desired outcome of being chosen by another person. Even I was guilty of this in my past. Now, my relationship with love and with pain was dysfunctional. Because of that, my love life was naturally affected. Like I think back and I go, (laughs) but when it comes to why people feed into this desire in general of being chosen by someone, what I'm noticing is that it generally comes down to one of a few things. So they don't know their own worth or lovability. So they're dependent on someone else choosing them or getting into a relationship with them to prove to themselves that they are lovable and good enough. So the relationship is seen as a form of proof to people that they can be loved and that they are worthy. And the same goes for matching on dating apps or how many people someone has had sex with. So people kind of focus on the numbers for a reason and that reason stems from insecurities or a fear a lot of the time. The other side of this is that sometimes it's because of a pressure to keep up with perceived societal norms and expectations or group norms amongst friends, family members, or even in in work with your colleagues. So people desire to be chosen by someone because it means that they'll reach a level of success in the eyes of society Sometimes it means that they'll fit in, that they'll be liked by other people, that they'll be accepted or that they'll be seen as successful instead of how they might be seeing themselves, which might be, you know, seeing themselves as a failure, unlovable, or perhaps even different from other people because they don't have someone to make them feel like they're desirable. Now, if that's you, the best thing that you could do is to diversify the people that you hang around with. So find people that share similar values as you because it's okay to value 
being single and travel over having a partner and kids, for example. You just need to think of people who are more open-minded and not really falling in line with the status quo or the group norm. And, you know, sometimes people shame or guilt you for not fitting in with the norm because you going against what is the group norm highlights to them their missed opportunities or it challenges their belief systems, which is often why people tend to judge others or shame others or criticize others over certain life choices. It's really a reflection of what's going on inside in their mind. So going a little deeper, I'm also noticing that sometimes people desire to be chosen by someone because they believed that their parents didn't want them or didn't choose them or that they were a burden as a child or that they had an unstable family life or they were placed in foster care or people just simply weren't available to them a lot of the time over the years, which caused them to believe that they weren't attachment worthy. And so they crave someone else attaching to them because they feel like this will take away their pain, help them to feel better, help them to feel happy, to feel loved, to feel accepted, to feel successful, to feel good enough. The other thing that I'm noticing is people who are serial daters and serial cheaters, it's usually because they desire to be chosen so much that they want a never ending supply of people choosing them. So they've generally got low self-worth and insecure attachment style and sometimes narcissistic tendencies because let's be honest, this type of person has very little regard for the people they're involved with. They've got no empathy and their inner world kind of sounds like me, 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 me and my needs only. So they keep multiple options because that way they can escape a fear of abandonment through a term what is called cushioning. So a person uses people to flirt with, to chat with, to do whatever with, and they do this never fully committing to one person, but keeping multiple people around them on standby to feed their addiction. And the addiction is to external validation or to certain emotions or feelings that they get from interacting with another person. So whether that's swiping on a dating app or just sending a cheeky text, um, sleeping with pretty much anything that has two legs and a heartbeat, or by flirting or liking photos to get noticed, or by demanding the attention of others by maybe sending a generalized Snapchat to multiple people at once. So they might say something like, hey, thinking of you, or hey, how have you been? Or hey, what's up? But what they really mean is, please validate me. Please give me attention. Please prove to me that I am desirable. And if you do, I'll keep coming back to you when I'm not feeling good about myself just to get my hit, just to feed my addiction. And by the way, I'll do that to five or 10 other people too while I'm at it, because the more I can feed into this addiction, the less pain I'm going to feel on the inside. Now let's take a little bit of a breather. 
because if you're someone that is currently listening to this and you're going, that's me, or maybe you're feeling a little bit triggered right now, it's okay. You know, it's scary to realize these truths about ourselves. But what I will say is your healing and your growth comes from accepting that this is how it is, that this is what your relationship with dating, with love, or with pain is like. Being able to understand yourself so you can become the person that you really want to be so that you can really feel empowered and feel good enough and feel lovable and feel worthy on the inside, that's going to come from, you know, you exploring yourself, you accepting that there is pain in your life, that some of your behaviors are unhelpful. And by doing that, you put yourself in a position to feel much happier, to feel much more lovable in the long term, right? It's very damaging to your sense of self and to your happiness when you're stuck in the mindset of pick me, choose me, love me, see me, look at what I can do for you to attach to me, look at what I'm giving up for you to attach to me. That's exhausting on so many levels. And it's equally exhausting if you're someone who's living a double life, leaving all of these webs around you, webs of lies just to keep your options open to fulfill this desire of being chosen or to get a certain need met. Now, don't get me wrong here, because there's nothing wrong with dating multiple people if you want to, or if you want to have an open relationship, like that's cool. But at least be honest with the people you're involved with instead of being manipulative, because you are being manipulative. And you've got some unresolved pain causing you to behave in that way towards other people. Who did you feel betrayed by or who maybe didn't injustice to you over the years in the past? Because that's likely where your pain is coming from and it's affecting people in your presence, people who don't deserve to be treated that way. Now, let me reiterate that again. It's okay to date multiple people or to want to be in an open relationship, but be willing to communicate that to also accept that other people have a right to say no because they don't align with what you want. People have a right to have equal opportunities in a relationship too. So if you're not comfortable with them doing what you're doing to them, then don't simply do it. Address your expectations and address your discomforts and insecurities, maybe with a professional before you date. Or now, if you've become aware on this podcast, consider getting a coach or a mentor or some sort of a therapist to unpack what has come up for you. Like that's really sexy. That's what I call someone in their true power. They are masters of themselves and that's what people really want these days someone who has self-control who's emotionally intelligent who's aware of their patterns that's what's really sexy in a person what also is really sexy is you not waiting for someone to choose you and resisting that urge to try and prove yourself 
worthy of someone's time, energy, or love. If they want to give you those things, they will. That's as simple as it is. You shouldn't need to give up anything or to do anything for someone to quote unquote choose you. You shouldn't wait for someone to choose you. So stop waiting around, stop being submissive, stop waiting for someone to make a choice for you or stop trying to change someone's mind by doing things for them. Stop trying to be manipulative in that way because you can't change them with your love or with gifts or whatever it is you believe you can do to help them become the person that you want them to be, to help them choose you. Even ask yourself, why are you giving time to someone who isn't just showing up for you? Ask yourself, why are you waiting around for someone to choose you when the reality is if they choose you because you were trying to make them choose you, they will also likely choose someone else over time because of your insecurities around not being chosen by them freely from day one. Ask yourself, do you really want to be with someone like that? Do you really want to feel exhausted trying to chase this person down so that they choose you? Equally, if you're someone who loves the chase and loves someone chasing you, now is your chance to self-reflect on your relationship with dating. Do you want to start a relationship off that way, engaging in mind games? Because what does that say about you as a person? Or more importantly, where did you learn to behave like that? To be inconsistent, to let people sweat it out before texting back, to be living a double life, to be manipulative or to simply not show up as your real self when you are dating. The real truth in all of this, no matter where you stand on this episode, is that everyone wants to feel desired. Everyone wants to feel wanted, to feel loved. But many people are attempting to get those things, to get those feelings in a very unhelpful and self-sabotaging way. I've been in relationships where I have self-sabotaged, where I have not set boundaries, given parts of myself away because of fears and because of a deep-rooted desire to be chosen. Because being chosen in my eyes meant that I was lovable, that I was wanted, that I was good enough, that I was attachment-worthy. I've been in relationships where I kept putting in more and more effort, where I literally met every single request or demand of the other person, even if I didn't agree with it. And it was all in the hopes that I could love the other person enough for them to finally love me back. And this was a pattern going way back to my childhood. Everyone wants to be loved, right? Everyone wants to be wanted by someone. They want to be chosen by someone. But what is the cost of all of this to yourself? 
what would actually change in your life if you no longer waited for someone to choose you and you actually made some conscious choices yourself? Like how much happier would you be? How much more in control of your life would you feel? Because you have a choice here to allow the urge to control you or to control it. And this desire to be chosen and the fear of abandonment is going to control you, consume you, and cause you to lead a life that feels just not good and misaligned with who you are and what you want until you actually break it down and get to the root cause of it all, until you really understand yourself. So that's what I've got for you for today's episode. I've decided to keep this short and sweet, (laughs) but let me know your thoughts in this episode by giving me a message on Instagram or by sharing the episode to your Instagram stories and giving me a tag at Katie O'Donoghue. And if you like the episode as well, I would be very, very grateful if you could give it a like or give it a rating. And any questions as well, you can share them with me on Instagram too, because I'm putting these out there and I'm not sure who it's resonating with or how helpful it is, but I'm happy to answer any questions on my social channels. And yeah, I'm going to wrap it up and say thanks for tuning in and I will catch you on the next episode. 